Hello, and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that changed everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible, and ultimately pushed them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, Entrepreneurial Innovations That Changed Everything. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and my guest today is David Batstone. He is the founder and CEO of Just Business and a bunch of other companies. Uh, uh, David, welcome to the show. Hey, Timmy. It's really good to meet you, and it's great to talk to your audience. Yeah, it's awesome to talk to you, too. So um, just to kick things off, uh, why don't we start with a sort of wide-angle view, you as an entrepreneur. Tell us your entrepreneurial journey. Sure. You know, it's, 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 it's a pretty unusual one, Timmy. I, I was a, a Silicon Valley venture capitalist. And uh, one day I discovered that my favorite restaurant in San Francisco, the Bay Area, uh, was the center of a human trafficking ring. Oh, that wow. Had trafficked um, uh, thousands of young girls from the area of Bangalore, India, into California. Um, and so it was such a shock to me. Um, I began to do more investigation, and I found that human trafficking is a global problem. So I decided to, you know, what you do when you find out about a, a problem that you care about, whether it's, you know, global warming, HIV AIDS, or, you know, human trafficking, is that you open your heart and you shut down your brain. And this is what you do. You start a charity, which is not a very sustainable organization. I'm, you know, I come on your show and I beg your fans for, for money. And then I spend it and then I come back and beg for more money. And I said, okay, I did that for five years. I said, wait, I'm a venture capitalist. I know how to take capital, cutting edge technology and top talent and create sustainable, viable, scalable companies. So an entrepreneur, why don't I do that for things I care about? Yeah. So wow. it, was, it was a revelation. Yeah. When, when did all of this happen? It all happened in uh, 2006, 2007. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you found out, then you spent five years, uh, being uh, the founder of a charity organization, and you realize this is just not sustainable. So what did you do from there? Well, okay, I said, all right, so uh, what do you do if you're in Silicon Valley? You get the best talent possible and the best capital. So I brought 50 of the people who are my, you know, I thought the brightest, most successful people I know, like the founder of Twitter, founder of uh, a number one online healthcare company, um, bankers, and, and I said, listen, I want to create a enterprise, a company that would actually solve the problem of human trafficking in a particular area of the world. So it's a cause looking for a company, not a company looking for a cause. So make a long story short, we came up with the idea for a beverage that would source ingredients from the Amazon of Peru, where young, uh, young kids were being trafficked from native indigenous communities. Yeah. We would take those elements, create a sustainable economy in that area so these people were not so vulnerable, sell it in the U.S. market, and then we would return profits for investing in infrastructure in the Amazon. Yeah. Crazy idea. 
But today it's the number one health beverage in America. It's called Rebel, R-E-B-B-L. And you can get it at Whole Foods or Safeway or Ralph's or Kroger. And it's a great beverage. But when you buy it, you know you're also part of a cause, not just a great healthy beverage for yourself. Man, Dave, that's awesome. Um, it was a super cool experiment. And I just kept running with experiments because, Timmy, I wanted to find how do I use the skill set, the network, the, the passion I have for making and designing a better world? How do I use business entrepreneurialism to do that? Yeah. Um, what were some of the next projects that you did? So, okay. So the next one is if you look at the fact that people who are in movement, whether they're refugees or human trafficking victims, they are in vulnerability. They're away from the community they grew up with, their support network. Now they're alone and they can be very easily taken advantage of. So I thought, okay, I can start, you know, not for sale, my nonprofit. We could do a charity thing. But what if I tried to find a parallel who else is dealing with mobility? Who else is dealing with people in movement? I thought, well, every corporate, Apple, Facebook, Google, Nike, they're all looking to bring the best talent from one side of the world to another part of the world because they want the best talent. So we started a company that would enable them to take care of their workers. So that if you're moving from Amsterdam to New York, my company called Relocity for fast relocation, Relocity, what we'll do is we'll help you get your kids into school, we'll find an apartment, we'll get you into a dentist, we'll get you, so we take care of your whole life, and our clients pay us to do it. We have every top tech company, every top pharmaceutical company, you know, the big retail companies, they all hire us to take care of their employees. And then we take 1% of all of our revenue, and we devote it to refugees, human traffic, people who are in movement. Oh, I love that, that don't so have that much. opportunity for a concierge, right? So you can see the, the mindset is how do you take a existing problem but link it to people who will pay for it because they are going to also receive the same benefits and services that you're going to deliver to the needy population. Man, Dave, oh my goodness, that is so incredibly cool. <laughs> that, that company is super cool. Check it out. It's Relocity. It, it's going to be, I think, a unicorn. It, it's our, our valuation, our revenue is going through the roof. But it's because we're providing great service to the top people, you know, you name a top American company, they're probably our client. Now, the thing is, just because I want to do good in the world doesn't mean I can sacrifice on quality or sacrifice on excellence, right? So yep. as an entrepreneur, you've always got to be at the top of your game. You always got to be able to um, deliver the best product or service. You don't get a pass just because you're doing good in the world. And sometimes entrepreneurs think that way just because they're doing a good thing that they don't have to be a great entrepreneur. You always have to be a great entrepreneur. Yeah, love it. Um, Dave, what is uh, what, what was next or is the next thing Just now, Business? Okay, no. Or no, yeah. very much. So the next thing we did with Just Business, uh, Just Business, so it's like, you know, Just Business, but it's a double, it's a Just Business, but it's also Just Business. So, oh, got it. <laughs> yeah, and it's our, it's our investment company. So, you know, people can invest in us. Um, and what I really wanted to do is say, if you want to, if you want to do good in the world, Timmy, yep. if you want to give a donation, I've got a nonprofit. I can give you a tax deduction. That's great. And we can use it really well. But if you want to um, do good in the world and also generate a return so that you can grow your own wealth while you're growing the wealth of others, then we also have Just Business. So Just Business is the company that funded Rebel. Just Business is the company that funded Relocity. So now we're in our third fund. It's called the People Planet Fund. And it's about 
um, renewable energy. Um, we are looking at the future of energy for transport, electric cars. Uh, we're looking at uh, buses, trains, and we're providing alternative fuels, renewable energy, renewable fuels that don't contribute carbon to the atmosphere. That's awesome. Um, take an example. Me- yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, one company is American Battery Technology Company. And what we do is we recycle the lithium-ion batteries that go into Teslas and soon every car company. Because what happens to all those batteries? They get thrown into a toxic dump somewhere. And there's not enough nickel, um, magnemese, lithium um, in the world, and cobalt, to service all the batteries that we're going to need for our electric cars. But the good news is that all the the minerals or metals that are inside a battery, they are infinitely recyclable. You can keep recycling them. So our company, American Battery, what we do is we recycle the battery, we extract all the precious metals, and we put them into another battery so we don't have to keep digging the earth. Yeah, It's a super cool company out of Nevada. I love it. Okay, um, Dave. I so the question I got to ask you because it's the premise of the show, tipping point of success. You could talk about just business, or you could talk about one of the other things that you've started. But I want you to think of a time when you were really beating your head against a wall, trying to solve a problem or make a decision, or things just weren't working. Um, you had and maybe a decision that you made or something that happened tipped yes. you towards success. Yeah, you know, I, I let me tell you about a huge failure. Uh, I, I woke up one morning and I had this idea and, you know, thought, oh, this is fantastic. You know, basically it was, this was before, um, you know, it was so easy to uh, uh, do an Amazon gift, but it was, I would send you a gift by text. And so let's say it's your birthday and I go, oh my God, it's Timmy's birthday tomorrow. I would text you a gift and then you would just walk into a local store in New York or Miami and you scan your, your, the barcode and you pick up your gift. Yeah. So I thought, this is going to be huge. It's an easy way of giving gifts, you know, within the seconds. Um, and so hired an IT, co- uh, uh, you know, invested money, hired an IT team, built the app, you know, got it all ready. And then we launched it. And what we found is that, you know, we never tested it. We never really kind of built a smaller version or prototype and tested if it would work. It was a complete failure because the thing is people love giving gifts but they don't like they're too lazy or busy or forget whatever to pick it up. So we found <laughs> that two out of five people would not pick up their gift. Or wow. three out of five. So three you know, out of five people, three out of five would not pick up their gift. They go, Oh, oh my, my gosh, <laughs> Dave has sent you a gift Timmy. you can go pick it up at, at, at you know, and they go, yeah, oh, yeah, I can't be bothered. So I didn't assume that, you know, I just didn't think that that would happen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that either. I mean, no. I'd go pick up a gift. <laughs> it is. It's just because I'm is. selfish. I you, what I learned is that just because you and I think it's a good idea, we have to completely test, test, test. And we even, we hope it fails rather than succeeds without any kind of uh, a proof, right? Because you waste a lot of money when you don't set up tests. So now I do a, a lot of mini tests, a lot of small tests on product and service. So as an entrepreneur, keep putting tests in front of, people that you know and, yeah, and not to, to, yeah t- go ahead. tell me about tell me about the different ways of testing that you do the different types of tests how you think about testing okay so i'll give you an example right now i have a hydrogen company um and it's called hydro energy and what we do is we can convert your diesel engine 
So whether uh, you know it's a, a truck or a bus or a tractor, we can convert it so that immediately it can receive 50% uh, hydrogen on your fuel. So it, you know already you save 50% of your pollution, but also it's lower cost so that you save money. Now, it, rather than building a complete team, what we do, we go to a small group of a village and we go, look, we want to convert all the tractors in the village. We'll pay for it. And, and, and we want to see their willingness to participate in that kind of exercise. If there's not a buy-in, if they go, yeah, I can't be bothered. I love my diesel. Too hard to get hydrogen. you got to figure out small and try and fail quickly if you're going to fail. Yeah, you got to fail quick. Yeah, fail really quick because you lose money. I lost a huge amount of money in my, my text gifting because I didn't set up a quick test to fail. I rather just assumed it was going to be how, how would you how would you have tested that if you could go back? Yeah, if I could go back now, um, what I would do is I would um, I would hand deliver. I would I would have to say, I'm going to test with you. I have a friend in Miami. I'm going to send it to you. Hey, you can go to this address would be my friend's house and see if you pick it up. If, if five times, three out of five times you don't pick it up you know, my customers, then I know it's a failure, right? I'll give you a great example, Timmy, the, the uh, Zappos. You know, it was, it was just one guy. And what he did is he set up a WordPress website. And he took the 10 most popular sneakers at the time. He didn't have any inventory. He didn't have anything. All he did was just put up inventory of the 10 top most uh, popular sneakers. And he gave a price. Someone came on, ordered a pair of Air Jordans. He said, great. He walked out his front door, walked two blocks down to the sports store, bought a pair of Air Jordans, Air Jordans, came back, wrapped them up and sent them off. All right. He did the same the next day. <laughs> so he tested inventory. He tested how would people buy shoes online? At that time, no one knew, right? Yeah. And and he built a, a hugely successful company, but he spent zero on inventory before he actually tested it. So there's a great, every entrepreneur should come up with a way to, to fail. Yeah. Hopefully succeed, but also if it, uh, you know, something to fail. Yeah. You got to come up with a way that you could figure out if it's a failure as quickly as possible. Exactly. Exactly. And that's through product testing and through service testing. And it's a way to, you know, I mean, I know one guy, uh, cause I study this, I'm a professor of entrepreneurship and I study this stuff and I know one guy who actually created his product and he went to, what he did, he went on to eBay. Now I don't recommend this, but he went on to eBay and bought an Ikea shirt that he <laughs> went down to Ikea with his product, put it on the shelf, wore his Ikea shirt, and he waited to see how people walked by on the aisle and where they picked up the product, how they reacted to it, if they asked questions about it. But, okay, this is a really innovative way. He wasn't an Ikea employee. <laughs> innovative, maybe <laughs> could get you thrown out. <laughs> exactly. But it's a way of like testing whether or not, you know, your product or service has something, you know? Yeah, I love it. Uh, Dave, last question for you. What do you think, um, what's, what's a problem that you're still beating your head against now that you're trying to solve the tipping point you're hoping to get to? Yeah, you know, I, um, I, I, I'm worrying on right now is um, it, there's, a, there's a great film on Netflix people can see called Soil. It doesn't sound that exciting, but really it's, the, it's about the fact that our soil is losing its nutrition, um, nutritious quality that allows plants to grow. It's like we're getting a reduction in the amount of plants we can grow. So I right now I'm trying to work with a, a team. 
how do we replenish the nutrients in the soil so that every time that we plant, we put more uh, nutrients back in. And it's not through external chemicals, but it's rather through using what we call biomimicry. You're mimicking what happens in the natural world. So you're creating a process where you're actually, um, we call it regenerative agriculture. So you're regenerating all the time. So we're going to run out of food unless we come up, solve problems like that. And yeah. I know you have a lot of, 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 you know, of entrepreneurs who listen to your show. And I guess my big uh, challenge to them, Timmy, is, is, you know, imagine things you're passionate about. Imagine designing the world in a way that you'd love to see it happen. How would you tie your entrepreneurship to that? How could you, because then you're never going to be bored. You're never going to get tired. I'm so charged up. I think my next 10 years is going to be even more exciting than my years before me. That's I'm not awesome. as good as you, right? But yeah. it's because I feel like I'm I'm trying to solve a problem and I get so uh I get so uh, energized and inspired by solving those problems. Yeah. To me, it's not that it's not about the money. Money comes. It's about finding your passion and putting it into practice. Man, you've really affected me, Dave. I just want to let you know that. This well, has been a great you, interview. I appreciate that because yeah. I admire what you do and, and how much you've done. So if I can create a little inspiration your day, then, then, I, then I appreciate that. I really appreciate it. How can listeners connect with you? Yeah, you know, um, I think LinkedIn is the best way to find me. I'm I'm Dave Batstone. Uh, there's not a lot of uh, Dave Batstones in the world. And it's like a baseball bat and a stone. So Batstone. Uh, so just, uh, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. And I, I do read my messages and I do uh, respond to my uh, followers. So uh, I just chose that platform as the best way to create a platform for engagement. Wonderful. Excellent. Thank you so much for being on the show, Dave. Real pleasure, Timmy. Best of luck on your show. It's great. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arcalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.